What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Eye Test, where we simplify your process as a fantasy football manager. I'm here with Paul and Bobby. We are going to absolutely destroy the sleeper bots in a Dynasty Startup mock draft tonight. Uh, we got Bobby at the three position, me at the seven, and Paul at the 11. And the sleeper bots are going to give it their best try here. Uh, before we get started, I'll give everyone a little bit of a briefing of uh, what the scoring and the uh, the roster settings are going to be. So it'll be Superflex, Dynasty Startup, all right? Uh, quarterbacks are going to be valued way higher now because of it being Superflex. It's going to be your standard PPR scoring, you know, four touchdowns for a quarterback throw, six for a rushing touchdown or a receiving touchdown. Um and let's get ready to go before we get started, guys. Thanks again for all the support on YouTube. Uh, in the last week, we have reached 100 subscribers. So we appreciate all the support. Our next goal is 1,000. And we also crossed the barrier of 100 on Instagram recently. And we're this close to crossing 200 on TikTok. So if you're not following yet or if you're not subscribed to our channel yet, go ahead to our social media pages. Our handles are in the description below, and we can go ahead and continue growing as we get closer to the fantasy season. You guys ready to rock and roll? Let's get it. Rock it. Bob, what would you say? uh, Well, actually, you kind of said earlier that you don't really have one. Paul, do you have like a set strategy going into a, a mock draft, specifically Dynasty Startup? Really, the only strategy I've ever consistently implemented is for the first round. So I will. So I'm the 11th pick here. I will map out the 11 best players. I'll put my 11 best players on a big board and just know that whoever falls to me, that's, you know, that's what I'm going to take. And then I kind of let the rest just unravel as it does. So if I get a running back here, I'm probably not going to take a running back in the second round. Well, that's for redraft, but obviously quarterbacks come into play here. But yeah, that's really the only consistent thing I do is I at least try to narrow down who my first pick will be and see just put my sales up and kind of go from there yeah I would say I definitely try and aim for a quarterback in the first round but I will say being in the 11th spot of a startup I mean you're gonna see like eight quarterbacks go so it is kind of smart to zig when everybody zags so we'll see how your strategy holds up Uh, I'm definitely gonna try and go for a quarterback and you guys are probably going to give me a lot of crap for uh, for picking this one guy. But we'll see if know. it works. I already know who it is. <laughs> I already know who it is. Well, we'll see if he falls to me. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. He will because uh, no one's <laughs> taking him at that position. All right. Dynasty startup mock begins. Sleeper bots, you're going down. I'm going to go ahead and uh, make our screen a little bit bigger for our viewers do something like that all right so it's my turn at the one three pretty easy decision for me i'm gonna go jalen hurts here pretty easy just because he has a lot of rushing upside compared to a couple of guys below here and he is if you watched our quarterback tier video he is in our s tier so if you want to check that out go back and watch that on our youtube so i'm gonna go ahead and select jalen hurts right here Just think he's a nice leg up above the rest of the guys. 
Yeah, definitely utilize our previous videos, guys, as you are doing your mock draft. It will help prepare you for the upcoming season. Uh, granted, our rankings are probably changing, um, especially as like offseason is continuing. You know, we still have a bunch of free agents in the market that do not have teams like Dalvin Cook, Zeke, Lennon Fournette. Um, all right. So first wide receiver did get taken off the board. That's what I mean. Zig, when everybody zags, I would take Jamar Chase over Herbert, I think, in a dynasty league right now. Um, 100%. Little worried about Herbert. I understand quarterbacks are more valuable, but Burrow is kind of where I would draw the line when I start to go after like the number one in the other positions or the S tier uh, in those positions. So, again, I can go ahead and get Justin Jefferson here. He's in the S tier of our wide receiver rankings that you can view on our YouTube channel um, because quarterbacks available, you know, you're looking at Lamar Jackson, who is the last quarterback in our A tier. So that is enticing. Um, I'm not going to do that, though. I'm going to. And then you can also go ahead and, uh, you know, Bijan Robinson would certainly be in the S tier for, uh, well, S or A tier for dynasty running backs. That is kind of enticing, getting Bijan uh, versus Justin Jefferson. There is an age difference. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do it just because Justin Jefferson's the easy pick. So, Bijan Robinson, welcome to my squad. That's, cra- that's crazy. That, uh, you just <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, he's I not, guess. What? In he's the not sphere. making it to me in the second round, and I never get Bijan in any of my mocks, so I'm doing it. That's yeah. an insane reach, John. That's, yeah, that's crazy. He's definitely, like, in the S tier for dynasty running backs right now with, like, he Brees hasn't Hall. touched a professional football field yet. Who cares, dude? We all know he's going to be good. Yeah, but you could have had Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, and or Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson would have been the only one I would have picked there. It was either Jetta or Bijan, and I picked Jetta in so many other mocks. So, Bijan, welcome to squad. It's fine. I like I like it for the views. Yeah. Yeah, no. That was I'm still going to have a good team. It's the first <laughs> round. <laughs> okay. Well, now that leads me here. I was really hoping my boy would fall to me, but team 10 really had to take that away from me. So, I'm going to go with and this is no offense to him, the Walmart version of Lamar Jackson here. I'm going to go with Justin Fields. Again, we've talked about how important quarterbacks are especially in a super flex league like we're in right here Justin Fields is young he showed a lot of promise last year he does get DJ Moore an actual wide receiver to throw to instead of the lawn chairs that the Bears drew out or threw out last year so Justin Fields welcome to the squad as my QB1 wow it's gonna be a shame when he's like an afterthought in like three years I don't think so. So negative. Like, yeah, why do you hate Justin Fields? What did I Justin know, Fields dude. Like, do to you? <laughs> dude, and if it gets you, if it gets you to like a winning title in three years, like that's a win. If you're a competing team in Dynasty for three years, like that's good. I just don't think he belongs with these elite, elite guys. I just don't see it. I mean, you can see the drop off. Like, and I know our tiers were really meant for redraft. Uh, I'll let Paul go ahead and pick, and then I can talk more on it. Yeah, so th- this next pick for me is actually relatively easy. Let me just check how old A.J. Brown is. <laughs> That's a no-brainer. 25-year-old wide receiver one, A.J. Brown. Wow, over Garrett Wilson. Squad. 
A.J. Brown has Jalen Hurts thrown to him for the next five years. Garrett Wilson has Aaron Rodgers for maybe three quarters of the year if he <laughs> decides to, you know, if he goes back into his cave and decides to retire when the Jets are, you know, a six and six ball club. So talking about talking about negativity. This is very interesting because I really do need a quarterback or else I'm going to be picking scraps and quarterbacks are where you can get most of your points. Deshaun Watson is eyeing me up right now just because he's the best quarterback on the board. He's only 27. However, it is risky um, just because, you know, it's been a while since he has performed at a quality level. We are predicting him to have a good year next year. I'm going to stick with that gut. I'm going to get my quarterback, and I'm going to hope a special quarterback falls to me in the third round. So you're going Taylor. No, you went uh, to Sean. Smart yeah. going to Sean. Yeah, I didn't want to double up on my running backs in a dynasty league. I, I needed to get a quarterback. Wow, this is um, this is pretty tough, actually, for me. You got to have two guys that I'm looking at. I'm not going to go Travis Kelsey because of the tight end position, and he kind of just worries me in terms of how long he's going to keep playing. Obviously, we know he's going to be elite, but seems like and I think that if they like win one more Super Bowl, it wouldn't shock me if he just retires and hangs it up while he's on top. So that's what concerns me with him. Then you have the guys that I'm eyeing up right now. I'm eyeing up Tyree Kill or Jalen Waddle. You know, both guys we know are very elite, especially Tyree Kill. Wow. Oh, this is tough. No, I'm going to go. I was going to go Tyreek Hill, but then I just remember that he said he's going to retire in like yep. three years or something like that. When his contract's over. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe he holds that. Maybe he doesn't. But that's enough concern for me to take his teammate over him who actually, you know, could just in theory, replace him as the wide receiver one and totally. with that production when he does retire and who's already very elite as it is. Yeah, I can't imagine people are taking Olave over Jalen Waddle in dynasty drafts. That's what uh, that's what happened to Bob there for our listeners on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And uh, if you're not following along with us up there, go ahead onto Apple Podcasts or Spotify and give us a follow. Thanks. How about team one with that Patty Mahomes Kelsey stack? That's it's disgusting. Be, I, dude. I like That's that. Sleeper bots know what they're doing. Yeah. And then mini Mahomes in the third round with Bryce Young. Okay. Yeah. I <laughs> I like the I like the Bryce Young at the at the yeah, early third. I don't know if I would take him in the second. It's just a little too high for me. Don't know how much how elite i guess he is you're still expecting elite production from a guy that you take that early regardless if he was you know first overall pick or not but now we have come down to you know i could take my qb2 in dak prescott i could take you know some say the rb2 in dynasty jameer gibbs or i could take a guy who's or i could take a veteran wide receiver who we know is going to probably be very good this season I'm all about the youth, honestly, on Dynasty, especially in startups and youth that you could kind of project that is going to be very productive. So I'm going to actually go Jameer Gibbs here. I think he's not guaranteed to immediately produce, but he's one of those guys that you just expect 
with the draft capital and his pass catching ability and the offense that he's in now that he should produce a decent amount in year one. And I am very upset that Devontae Smith just got taken. I don't know why Team 6. I mean, Team 6 has a wide receiver juggernaut right now. Jamar Chase, Amon Ra, and then Devontae Smith. But Team 6 has no quarterbacks. That's going to come back and bite him or her. Um, So, you know what I'm going to do? I understand youth, very important here. But I'm a little concerned with my upside right now. I need to go ahead and get guaranteed upside. I have Bijan Robinson, who I'm projecting to be like a top tier running back for years to come. Obviously, there's that chance he's never touched a football, whatever. Maybe he needs to grow into his role, and it's not till year two. Also, but, um, the running back position as well. What? Just like the running back position in general, you know, it's not very, it's not really a lengthy career yes, position. Exactly. And then Deshaun Watson, you know, he is 27, which you know isn't old it's not young though either um and we also he's lost his upside at least last year he did so i'm just gonna go with my guaranteed upside and just grab cooper cup here i'll have all three important positions filled in running back qb wide receiver now and i know cooper cup is a guaranteed s tier god is how much longer do we expect cooper cup he's s tier for redraft so i'm expecting like I'm kind of shifting like a little bit to a win now strategy for this round. Yeah, I'm Just saying for the record. Yeah, I, I'm saying how many know, more years? Um, I think we. Yeah, I would almost put it on like the Travis Kelsey level, but probably less than Kelsey. Take the fact that Kelsey could retire after the Super Bowl. Like in terms of health, I would say Cup is going to retire earlier. I mean, I just think that he destroys his body more than Kelsey does. Yeah. So, I put it just a, a notch lower than Kelsey. Okay. Yeah, I think we I think we see at least another two really good years from Cup, and then after that, I think it will. Start I think Stafford fade. plays a big role in that. If Stafford he does, but Stafford's inked because Cup was good before Stafford came there, but Stafford is what really made him like S tier wide receiver worthy. You know, I think yeah. a lot of people forget that. Yeah, Paul, you're gonna I, pick. I just completely <laughs> lost my train of thought. I was trying to think. Cup was good with Goff though, too. Yeah, not super elite though. Not as elite as he as he once was. Yeah, but all right, I'm ready. <clears throat> I am. My heart says Mark Andrews. My heart really does say Mark Andrews, but I am not in love with the tight end position, especially in a dynasty. Um, draft. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go with the guy that I most want out of these here available, and I'm going to pray that the next guy, that Team 12, does not snag the other guy I have my eyes set on. We totally want the same guy. I'm going to go ETN here in the third round. Ooh. Okay. Some people are down. (laughs) Get a nice, youthful running back. Okay. Cool. So this actually kind of worked out for me. So now that I have I have my QB one, my wide receiver one, and my running back one, I am willing to take a flyer on CJ Stroud here. And the reason being is because he was the number two overall pick. The Texans, despite all the smoke screens and everything else, 
the Texans did hand the keys to C.J. Stroud. He will be the starting quarterback. He's coming out of Ohio State, the same college as Justin Fields, so I guess I'm a Buckeye fan wow. now. I'm a big Buckeye. And how do they do in the NFL? Fields has done well, dude. Like, no, I know, I know, but longevity-wise. Has he done has he done that well though? He's probably done the best out of like all the OSU quarterbacks of recent memory. Uh, yes. No, well, Dak Prescott has a better career than uh Justin Fields. He went to Ohio State, right? No. Oh, he didn't? <laughs> Dak went, went to, to like, Mississippi State. Yeah. Did he? Who am I thinking <laughs> yeah. of? Like a no school. Who's the other there's definitely an Ohio State quarterback in the NFL playing right now. No, I don't uh I don't know one off the top of my head. Maybe you're thinking of Dwayne Haskins, who unfortunately has left yeah. the yeah. earth. Yeah. I'll just go ahead and cut that part out. Yeah. So actually. Yeah, well, Ohio State Buckeye fan. <laughs> yeah. So now that I'm perusing this list, I kind of want to take Kyler Murray a little bit here. I like that. I like that move a lot, actually. I didn't realize Kyler was down here. He is proven, unlike Stroud. I like that a lot better. I'm going to go Kyler Murray here. I'm fine with riding a super flex for her. Let's go. However long I need to. Thank you. I will gladly have <laughs> Kyler Murray on the IR and then know that I get two potential QB1s on my team. Yeah, so, I mean, I like the Stroud pick here, uh, especially middle of the fourth round. That's pretty nice. Uh, it's totally going to be a rough rookie year, which means that, you know, my first year in this dynasty startup could be a little bumpy, but maybe it would set me up for some draft picks. Um, but I can also go with Tua, who will perform out the gate if he's healthy, uh, and that's proven. That offense is deadly. The The Texans' offense is not deadly. There's a chance that Miami could have one of the best offenses in the NFL, definitely like a top, top eight offense in the NFL. Um, the wide receivers available, not really tickling my fancy. I love Ramondre Stevenson. He's like a little bit down the board. It'll be a little bit of a reach, although he definitely will not make it back to me in the fifth round, but I'm going to go ahead and secure my quarterbacks. Cause again, quarterbacks that are available, CJ Stroud and Tua, who Kenny Pickett. Now it's too, too late. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get, um, let's go ahead and get CJ Stroud here. John's team is like, doesn't know whether it wants to win now or doesn't know whether it wants to play for the future. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have a little bit of a mixture, but in reality, Cup's the only one that's retiring like early and everyone's under 30 right now, right? Or is Cup 31? No, Cup is... 29? Like... Yeah, he's 30. Oh, he actually just turned 30 a uh, couple days ago, so... So yeah. yeah, I mean that's not that Why bad. The average age on my man. the average age on my team is like twenty four. All right, so Does now we're at my 19? pick. So my first three picks. If I was to redo our dynasty startup, I would. I kind of like this strategy now that I'm kind of thinking about it here. Thinking about like first three picks, you have. I like to get guys that are young, but also, you, like I said, you can kind of project like good production from them guys that have done it before already or a guy like Jameer Gibbs who you could project is going to produce in the first three rounds but you could also still get you know they're still really young and they're still going to be there for the future now if there's a guy that's like older and has some value here I'm 
kind of go in a little bit of redraft mode, you know, now in the fourth round that I have a solid youth foundation. Ah, uh, yes. Taking a page from my book. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I feel like this is a really, really good value right here. And that's Devonte Adams. So he's, I clear, clearly he's the best player on the board just from, if you're just looking at him as a football player and as even, you know, a fantasy producer, past fantasy producer. So getting him as, you know, he would be your wide receiver one, but he's really your wide receiver two in dynasty. That's pretty good in the fourth round. Oh, and I got the wraparound. I didn't even realize that. Wow. Ooh. See, and now like we got dude, team, team two is winning this year. I'll tell you guys that right now. Team two is looking. Yeah, very, very I do good like team year. two. I do like team two. Team Although one's they, pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Bryce Young's going to need to develop, though. That's the only issue. Team so, one is like a nice balance of veteran and yeah. you know, younger guys. Yeah. Can't wait for them to finish seventh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And just so we're on. Seven. So we're on the wrap around here, and I'm kind of still ke- gonna keep. Actually, I don't know, but just want to say, like, in terms of everyone says, you know, quarterbacks are the most valued position, which they are in dynasty. I think, but I tend to think that you know your mid to lower end quarterbacks, you know, are overvalued in dynasty. Your elite quarterbacks are properly valued, but guys like you know. CJ Stroud, you know, Dak Prescott's hey. a good value in the third round. But, like, what other quarterbacks are we looking at here? Daniel Jones, do I really want him in the fifth round over a guy like, you know, Jordan Addison, who's probably going to be pretty productive this year and going forward in that offense? Derrick Henry, who we know is a guaranteed RB1 pretty much every single year. So th- I also start to, you know, move away from the quarterback pos- position since I already have an elite, elite quarterback as it is. So, oh, one of these rookies are, oh, we just, they just picked for me. So, uh, Christian Watson. You want me to, you want me to switch some things around? I can like pause it and say who you, I uh, can put in who you actually wanted. Uh, yeah, let's do that because that's right, not who I so Derrick Henry is enticing here, but I think I'm going to go Jordan Addison, who I think is going to be the most productive out of this little group of wide receivers at the top of the board. I'm not particularly high on Christian Watson, and Quinton Johnson has a lot more target competition than Jordan Addison does. Jordan Addison immediately slides in as the wide receiver, too, in Minnesota. So Jordan Addison, welcome to the squad. Ooh, I like that. I kind of, I'm, you guys know exactly what I'm going to do. I want to win next year. <laughs> if, I, if I have, if I have Bijan, Cooper Cup, and Derrick Henry on my team, that is like 150 points a week between three players. I think I got to do it. I mean, the, the dynasty pick here would be like Quentin Johnston, who is going to be the wide receiver three on the Chargers for at least a year. Uh, granted, I do think Quentin Johnson will do well, and he is going to be on a high-powered offense with uh, a highly ranked quarterback, although he is not you know, my highest-ranked quarterback. Justin Herbert does know how to throw a football, um, and the Chargers score a lot of points. 
So it's really between, for me, Quentin Johnson and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is going to be the focal point for the Titans offense until they bring in some, until Traylon Burks turns into a star or they bring in, you know, his replacement. Um, so I'm going to do like... it. I'm going to do it. I mean, I'm going to get, I'm going to get, you know, 15 to 20 points a week from Derrick Henry and I'll have games where he scores 30. So uh, give me that. When he plays the Texans, he scores like 40. Yeah, or when it's snowing in Vermont, he scores 40. <laughs> you ever hear that stat? No. It's the weirdest thing, but like Derrick Henry performs so well if it's just snowing in Vermont. Like it doesn't matter where he's playing. <laughs> Imagine. That's actually let's pray, really let's pray for a time. big a big winter this year in Vermont. Yeah. Imagine who took the time to like figure that out. Like, <laughs> you have to be searching for stuff like that. All right, so it's my turn now. I'm kind of left with a decision here. I really don't know what to do. I have Debo, Javante, Kittle, Pittman, Dobbins, Swift, and George Pickens here Ooh, around got my boy. where I'm going to go. I know what I'm going to do with my wraparound pick, hoping that sleeper bots at 12 do not take him. But I am Dude, a my boy sitting there because I do have the running back for that team on my team. So... <laughs> I am going to play this one a little Saquon Barkley-ish. I am kind of understanding that Javante Williams is not going to have a super huge impact this year, or maybe he could. Maybe he maybe he could. But next year in a Sean Payton offense, Javante Williams comes back healthy. I am ready to have him and ETN carry my backfield to the promised land. So... I'm going to go with Javante Williams here, even though I probably wouldn't do this in real life, but let's do it. Let's let's just see how the team looks. I mean, it's a good thought process, Paul. You know, it's it's dynasty. You got to have some type of long term thinking, which I clearly don't have tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but just, you you're looking pretty good with the Kyler Murray and Javante. You do have back to back injury picks, though. Yeah. But hey, you got to roll the dice, man. Your last so. three, your last three players have torn, have torn an Achilles or an ACL. Yo, chill. <laughs> oh my god, take, take that bad voodoo somewhere else, bro. <laughs> All right, so this next pick is actually pretty easy for me. I hate having a wide receiver and a running back that are on the same team. So as much as I do like Calvin Ridley this year, I'm actually going to pass on him for I think someone who has just as much talent as him and is younger even though he is on my arch nemesis, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, but, Paul, don't do it. Let me get him. No, no, you're good, dude. So George Pickens, 22 years old, bro, making one-handed catches in his sleep with Kenny Pickett throwing him the rock. God, Paul, you are, Pittsburgh. you are upsetting, upsetting fantasy Twitter so much right now. Fantasy Twitter hates George Pickens. Why? Do they? Yes, dude. I, then I'm anti-fantasy Twitter. You guys they, are ridiculous. You guys should put some love on George Pickens' name. George He's an Pickens, absolute dog. George Pickens is what is probably the most like hated guy that I see on fantasy Twitter, aside from maybe like DeAndre Swift. And Swift Definitely has like Swift has a bunch of years of letting fantasy owners down. I'm not really sure what the deal with George Pickens is. I think maybe it's because he was really hyped up and he kind of. You know, he had an okay year from a statistical standpoint, but I guess the, Dude, you know. that's ridiculous. Why are they not hating on Deontay Johnson, Mr. 85 catches and zero touchdowns? Well, because yeah. he's 
because he makes all the catches, and I don't know. I get, So did Pickens. That's ridiculous, less... dude. I'm fired up. I mean, Kenny Pickett <laughs> is developing into the NFL. He has a full year now as the quarterback one. He's going to be throwing. Deontay Johnson's going to have a great year, too. I'm so high up on the Steelers. I'm sorry, Paul, but you're going to have some competition with the Steelers this year. In fact, your division is going to be very, very highly competitive. All your teams are going to be fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah. So, John, do me a favor real quick. Quick click. Click on George Pickens, and then on the right side, it has, like, George Pickens closes rookie season well. No, no, no. Yeah. Scroll down on that right side and just look what they have the depth chart as. They have Pickens as the wide receiver one on this team, baby. Deontay Johnson, who? Give me him. That's crazy, dude. I mean, I would rather have Pickens than Deontay Johnson. I don't think you could. Well, I got to have a word with fantasy Twitter, dude. That's I ridiculous. It, I think it's just like the people that all they do is watch tape and, you know, the route running, um, you know, stats and that type of stuff like that crowd hates George Pickens. Yeah, but if you watch George Pickens play, I watch him twice a year and I just yeah. watch him make sideline grabs with one hand. Like Dude, he's insane. He passes the eye test with flying colors. And they he also say the eye test for sure. They also say he can't, like, separate or move also. That's another thing. Uh, that's a problem for a lot of rookie quarterbacks. I'll give him the the um, benefit of the doubt. Like, uh, come on, dude. In the in the First sixth all, round, Paul, you got him, or the fifth? I got him in the— you get him? You got him in the sixth round, dude. A 22-year-old wide receiver one. Are you kidding me? And highly touted. The dude God, was drafted dude. in, like, the second round. He was, like, the His sixth His shirt's about to get ripped off my chest. I think right, you guys getting, are, I think you guys are taking it, a, taking it a little too far. But be right, that well, anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, since I, I mean Traylon Burks, he is a nice dynasty receiver. But I'm gonna go ahead and take my positional advantage right now in Dallas Goddard. Uh, he's pretty much like the last good tight end before uh, a pretty large drop off in tight ends. So I'm probably gonna have a better tight end than two-thirds of the league by picking Dallas Goddard. I like it. God, dude, that picket comment. <laughs> yeah, I can't oh believe God. Fantasy, All fantasy right. You could have kept that to yourself, dude. I feel like I've been waiting forever, and I'm ready to – I'm ready to take my QB2. He was Ooh. the – he was the – and – I actually get a stack with this as well. I was not expecting that. So I'm taking Kirk Cousins. We don't know where he's going to play next year. He, I think he'll end up back in Minnesota. Maybe they draft a quarterback to overtake him in a couple years after that. But Kirk Cousins was the QB six last year, and he's Mr. Consistent. So he is probably the epitome of a quarterback two in a super flex league. Like he's probably like the top tier of like your super flex quarterbacks. Yeah. And solid floor guy too. You know that you're not going to get donut weeks with Kirk cousins. So if he can just step in there, get you your 12 to 18 points, uh, that's okay. Especially with Jalen hurts as your top quarterback, you know, it evens out. Yeah. yeah. And back on the wraparound, there are some names that stand out here to me, you know, especially Amari Cooper down there, who's not like really old. He's 29 and he's the wide receiver one on the Browns, but I'm kind of surprised he's down that far up 
It's below Chris Godwin. Doesn't really make much sense to me, but be that as it may, I'm actually going to take the guy who is at the top of the board right now and who probably is a very, very good value if you're high on him even though he's suspended for six games, but doesn't really change his outlook too much on dynasty unless you're reading too much into it. But I'm taking Jameson Williams. He's going to be, he's going to get the ball (laughs) when he comes back to the Lions. So hopefully he could actually just stay on the field and, you know, produce. But I think that's a good value in the seventh round. Rashad White didn't tickle your fancy, Bob? Dude, I think Rashad White is like Rashad White is going to be out of the league in like three years. <laughs> That's so ridiculous for you to say, dude. Rashad, it's right. not gonna... <laughs> out of the league. Okay, Rashad out of the league is a out of the league is a bit of an exaggeration, but I think he, he there's no way he's going to be an RB one on a team in three years. I just don't just see wait. it. Just wait. So we're in the seventh round of a dynasty startup right now, and I really think at this point you kind of have to start looking towards, like, best available. I have just about every position filled out, except I don't have my second wide receiver slot, which is a little concerning because I'm honestly eyeing up Miles Sanders right now, but I don't think he's going to have, like, many more years of production, so I'm actually going to chill on that probably look more towards like a rookie running back later in the years that I see as like a potential dart throw slash boom. I I'm I uh, I'm thinking like Jahan Dotson or Amari Cooper um, because my next other wide receiver would be like Marquise Brown. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get I'm going to go ahead and get Jahan Dotson mainly because of his youth. I think that's why his ADP is just a little bit higher than Amari Cooper. Plus I have Deshaun Watson and that's not like an ideal stack. A Cooper and Watson stack is not something I like. So Jahan Dotson, welcome to the squad. I like it. People are very high in Jahan Dotson. Oh, did not mean to do that. That's a great pick, John. Oh, dude. (laughs) No, I just took Rashad White. Dude. How did that even happen? I could have sworn I pressed the plus on him. All right, whatever. Let's, you just let's wanted just... to break. You just wanted to break Paul's heart. <clears throat> you really did. I'll take uh, it. Are you are you keeping it that way, John? Or are you gonna? Yeah. Yep. Let's rock with it. All right. I so got youth, pick, youth in my running backs. This pick is actually really easy for me because DeAndre Hopkins is definitely not going to be on the Cardinals next year. When Hollywood was the only wide receiver on the team not named or no i'm sorry when deandre hopkins was not playing hollywood brown was a bona fide superstar in fantasy i mean just those first couple weeks alone 14 points 12 points 12 points is that really it oh no i'm looking at oh that's projected so yeah for 2022 we're looking at 14 12 28 20 21 for the first five weeks without d hop so in order for me to get him here and then also have that Kyler Hollywood stack when Kyler comes back, I really, really like this pick, even though I hate Hollywood Brown as a person, but he's a good fantasy asset. All right. And now on the wraparound, oh, God, the oh, sleeper bots took Trey Lance. They're so stupid. Man, these <laughs> sleeper bots. But I'm going to go a little crazy here. And kind of play 
for the future. There is a lot of unknown with this young man, but he does have big shoes to fill in Green Bay. But I do wow. need a QB2 wow. immediately. Wow. So even if Jordan Love can serve his purpose and get me through the first couple, first, you know, five, six, seven weeks, however long it takes Kyler to get back, he is, in my opinion, certainly worth it here in this eighth round. I liked, I like him over Dalton Kincaid. I like him over Amari Cooper. I like him over Fryermuth Pacheco, all these other guys that he's there. I do like Christian Kirk, but I have ETN. So I'm going to go Jordan Love here. Oh, interesting. Man, these sleeper bots are killing me. Like, oh, I wanted Charbonnet. I wanted, uh, I wanted Aaron Rodgers, dude. All right. They took Aaron. Ro- oh, yeah. Yeah. I really wanted Aaron Rodgers just to kind of not like make up for my CJ Stroud pick, but that would help with the transition in the first year of my dynasty team would be throwing Aaron Rodgers in with that offense. But whatever. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, you can have it. Um, so. Honestly, I like I kind of like the idea of grabbing these like veteran quarterbacks in these rounds because they can they can help you win now. Um I am going to go ahead and get a wide receiver here. I got options between D-Hop, Christian Kirk, and Deontay Johnson. And I'll tell you one thing, guys. Deontay Johnson is going to score more touchdowns than he did last year. And I would hope so. I would really hope so. And if he catches the a similar amount of passes, he's going to be an 85 catch receiver with touchdowns. And I think that's really going to boost his productions uh, with his production. We saw it with Miles Sanders uh, between 2021 and 2022 scored no touchdowns. Look what happened to him in 2022. Um, So we're going to hope that that happens with Deontay Johnson here. Major different circumstance but how so it's uh like they're both like wide receiver two running back twos and then they have their drop off year scoring no touchdowns they fall in adp and then they rise in adp they're completely undervalued in their their uh, well you're comp you're comping running backs to wide receivers one and two miles sanders had the benefit of being on the best offense in the NFL, or maybe not the best, but one of the best. And he had Jalen Hurts as his quarterback as well with that offensive line. I don't know if the Steelers are quite on that level, but I digress. It is my turn. And yeah, we're getting into that like veteran pool now. There are some younger guys down at the lower end of the board, but like I said, I'm kind of shifting towards like guys that could help me win now i do need a running back though wow there's no running backs (laughs) you got a couple options there's yeah there's a couple but i feel like i could get someone later i just don't think any any of them are really worth it right now you know maybe um devin achain i don't know i'm a little still worried about maybe dalvin cook landing there i don't want to take dalvin cook because he's probably going to be in a committee role also. <sighs> wow. Uh, hmm. I'm going to... Uh, wow. I'm going to take a guy that I know is for sure going to help me win this year. It may not last that much longer in the league considering his age and injury history, but if he's on the field, he's a wide receiver one, and he's Justin Herbert's go-to guy, and that is Keenan Allen. Bob always ends up with Keenan Allen, like no Dude. matter what. 
getting all my players sniped. This is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and now we're back on the wraparound. See, Kadarius Tony went there. You know, a guy that some think has some big upside in that Kansas City offense for a whole year. So maybe I would have taken him there. Maybe. But now, still don't have a tight end. But I think I could get a tight end later. I'm not worried about it. I'm going to take. I need, I think I need another quarterback. Honestly, I'm going to take. Oh, come on. I'm going to take Russell Wilson here. I'm betting on the bounce back. Yeah, I mean it's, it's not a it's, bad pick not for bad the ninth for the ninth round. Why not? All right. And, well, I um, I'm going to go back to getting some more youth on my team here. Well, I mean, I've kind of done that in the last three rounds, uh, but I do think Michael Mayer will be a pretty important piece in the Raiders offense at some point. I don't know how early it's going to be, but I do think that, you know, towards the end of his rookie season, he may be more involved. I think it is going to be a rough start, but that's okay. I have Dallas Goddard. Ooh, do I really want to do two tight ends in four rounds, though? Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of iffy on, like, these wide receivers that I can grab. I think I'm going to take a page from Bob's book and get my veteran quarterback in Derek Carr. Just to even out my C.J. Stroud pick for the first year of my dynasty startup. Yeah. Then I can... Der if Stroud starts to turn out his rookie season, I can go ahead and give Derek Carr to someone who maybe chose not to draft quarterbacks, you know, utilize him as trade bait. Um, and hell, if Stroud and Derek Carr are doing well, I can go ahead and trade Stroud for a ton of draft picks. Yeah. That's the one nice thing about having, you know, rookie quarterbacks. You know, not that they ever really perform well during their rookie year, but if they have like a string of really good games and you have someone that's itching for like a young quarterback you could probably get someone to overpay. Yeah, big leverage. Yeah, so definitely that's what makes Dynasty so fun is like the trades are just so much more in-depth yeah. because it's not just like redraft. So fun. So much fun. You're literally uh, the GM. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. So this pick actually is an absolute no-brainer for me. I really thought John was going to take this guy, and I'm getting the Madison Matt, is it Madison? Yeah, Madison, not Madison. I'm getting the yeah. Madison tingle right oh. now. The Vikings do plan to use him as a starter this year. We've seen him when Dalvin Cook was out. He is an immediate RB1 in fantasy. So for me to find him in the with the ninth, in the ninth round, the late ninth round, this is an absolute steal in my opinion. I love having him now now i have three running backs i can play if javante williams starts slow hopefully madison can pick up for me so now leading into it on the wraparound michael mayer was picked immediately after i do like the michael mayer pick um i was hoping maybe i would get him here but that's not the case so i still do need a tight end it's the 10th round we're starting to kind of get into that portion where maybe I should start looking in that direction but not a huge fan of David Njoko he, Njoko, he is like hyped up every offseason and every year he just doesn't play the way he's supposed to 
I also really like David Montgomery here. They brought him in for a reason. He could have the Jamal Williams role, score all those touchdowns. But I'm going to be a complete and utter homer, and I'm going to go with Rashad Bateman here in the 10th round. If he stays healthy, I think he's got wide receiver two, high ceiling wide receiver two potential. So I love it. I'm going for it. Okay. Lots John, of looks, John looks so worried. John looks worried. <laughs> I, I think I've been th- – I was – I'm getting thrown off by all these stupid sleeper bots stealing my picks and then and then me p- accidentally picking Rashad White because I, I would have gotten Madison in the ninth round if I didn't pick Rashad White. Like, that's upsetting. But it's okay. You have to adapt. Hey, you ever you ever accidentally make the wrong pick? in a real draft with your best friends, they're not going to let you re- redo your pick. Nope. <laughs> so you got to, you got to roll with the punches. Um, I got a lot of tight ends on the board. Again, I'm not a big fan of getting two tight ends in five rounds. Um, you know, Njoku, Evan Ingram, Sam Laporta, they're not like jumping off the board. Um, I do have an option to go like with another quarterback and I don't mind having a fourth quarterback again it's leverage for people that need them and uh will levis that's risky i mean we have no idea how he's gonna do he could be a complete bust um <laughs> considering no one wanted to pick him in the first round so i think i'm just gonna go with with brock purdy because he did kill it last year and it looks like he could be the starter if he's healthy by week one that's a big if um, so regardless, he's going to be competing for that role. And if he doesn't fit in with the Niners, he could start somewhere else. Um, let's just see real quick. I got 20 seconds. I don't like anyone else on the board here. I'm going to go with the quarterback. They're valued so high. I'm I'm shocked that Purdy goes this late still, because I think it's pretty clear, in my opinion, at least, that the Niners want to go with Purdy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll keep Trey Lance as the backup in case anything happens to Brock Purdy. But to me, it's clear as day that they want him to be the guy if he's healthy. So I think that's a that's a great pick. And it's and now crazy that Trey Lance is going two rounds before Brock Purdy. Yeah, I think it's just the draft capital thing. Yeah. But now we come down to me. And I am actually going to go tight end here. And this is a guy that is still pretty young. He is eh, not super young. He's 28 years old, had his breakout year last year with Trevor Lawrence. One of his go-to targets, honestly. And now, even though the offense is a little more crowded, I still think he'll be a reliable weapon in Jacksonville. And let's be honest, I got to pick a tight end at some point that's going to produce. So Evan Ingram, welcome to the squad. Oh, it's a good pick. It's a really good pick, dude. Bob. I wanted Elijah Moore at the turn. Damn it. That would have oh. been nice. A nice young wide receiver, too, in the 11th round. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I wanted him at the turn, but I don't get him. So, like you said earlier, John, now we're kind of getting towards, like, best available player. Oh, I still need a running back, though, don't I? I do. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So... Oof, I'm kind of forced to go with a running back here. None of these, all these guys are terrible. I waited way too long to pick my second running back. And so 
I guess now with having to pick my second running back in the 11th round, I'm going to go with the running back that I think has the most opportunity to produce and be, you know, the most effective, maybe not immediately, but down the line. And the guy who jumps out to me, who I think is going to have a lot of opportunity to, you know, produce in year one and maybe be the RB one going forward on his own team after this year is Roshan Johnson. Wow. Okay. I not if you're going to go Brian Robinson there. No. Yeah, so did I. Oh, I'm not I really want to go. Not happy with that pick, but I just don't. I'd rather take the upside play at this more of an unknown than two guys that we kind of know are, you know, mediocre. They are, they are what they are. They're kind of mediocre. Yeah. All right. I do like the Josh Downs pick as my wide receiver, considering I only have two. So uh, that is going to be, yeah, I got to do it. I got to do it. I just got to hope that he turns into something big. I know that he was highly touted as a draft pick. He's like a second round in rookie mocks. So, uh, Josh Downs, welcome to the team. I think he could be like a security blanket for Anthony Richardson or even Gardner Minshew, whoever is the mm-hmm. starter for the Colts. Yeah. I, do, I don't hate the pick, John. I really don't. <laughs> so, I'm going to round out. <laughs> I think it's only fitting that I round this out by having my complete starting cast set. So I will finally take a tight end here at 11-11. And it's going to be yet another stack on my team with my first overall pick in Justin Fields. I'm going to take Cole Komet to be my starting tight end. I know he also had a lot of promise last year and all this, whatever. The 11th round, a 24-year-old tight end. I'll, I'll sign up for that. All right, so that does it for our starters on your Dynasty startup. So we're going to have a next video for bench players you definitely need on your Dynasty startup team. Thanks again for watching. You can go ahead and subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, We appreciate everyone listening along on Apple and Spotify. If you felt like you needed to see more, Um, go ahead over to our YouTube page and do this video. Thank you. We appreciate it. Peace. Peace.